This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Woo! Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome to the first show. The first Donna and Steve show of 2023. We still calling it the experience? Are we still an experience in 2023? Yeah, sure. We say with limited conviction. Yes. Okay. Uh, Holly Roberts is here behind the glass. Holly, you're already, you know, three plus hours into your 2023 broadcasting did you feel like it was easy to sort of get the rust off you know it's like riding a unicycle and juggling at the same time (laughs) that's the old saying goes but we're getting there we're getting there well uh we've all had some flight drama that we'll have to get to at like 9 30 today because oh my god i had to move it to our longest a block of the yeah. of hour one because I was like well, I bet we all have stories that could fill up an entire segment. So in, in last we were on live with you before our holiday break. Um, shout out to B. Arthur for uh, organizing that. I, we were taking bets if I would get out on uh, Wednesday, December twenty first. I had a flight right after the show, so there was all sorts of drama that happened there. Drama for Holly, drama for Donna. I mean, all over. So we'll get to that. Um, at 9.30. We're also going to be talking about our uh, word of the year. Yes, we try to do this every year. Yeah, so what you can do is, if you want, you can email us at Donna and Steve at mytalk1071.com. Is it a Don and Steve show? Okay, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. So email us at Don and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Tell us your word of the year, not a resolution, just your word, where we theme our year around one yeah what's your keyword this year what's going to inspire you i switched mine last night as i was laying in bed trying to fall asleep and then it struck me i was like wait you can do better and so i went from one to the other so i'll tell you about that um but yeah send us an email we'll get into that or tweet us whatever you know where to find us there's also yeah that's right there's all sorts of things um i do want to start quickly with the thing that really dominated television last night and certainly dominated twitter it was uh, such a scary moment on the football field last night, Monday Night Football. It was a game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals, and uh, we were watching it, uh, we being my wife and my son, my 10-year-old son and I, and um, there was such a scary moment where a Buffalo Bills player, defensive player, Damar Hamlin, and you, you probably already know this, so I don't mean to be um, you know repeating the story for you, but... He he made a tackle, and there was a, a lot of impact right at his chest, like his upper chest, where the the other player just came in, and it was just a you know you see a lot of these hard collisions in football. Yeah, what and, would put us in a hospital bed? Yes, you know, instantly it, these guys get back up and 
you see it all the time, which is what's so crazy about what happened last night. And so they collide. And then DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills defensive player, he stood up. And then in a really scary, scary moment, he just collapsed backwards. And immediately oh the training staff of both of the teams were out there. And, you know, I, they cut away from the, the broadcast. Then they come back. They're only on the air for, I don't know, maybe it was another 30 seconds where the uh, announcer Joe Buck and his broadcast uh, partner Troy Aikman briefly commented, and they then took another break. And then they it, this happened a couple times. They come back, and you see the faces of, most notably, uh, Stefan Diggs, who folks here in Minnesota obviously know from the Minneapolis Miracle. Uh, he now plays for the Buffalo Bills. You see Stephon Diggs' face. You see Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen. He's just covering his mouth with both of his hands and looking. And then they cut to Stephon Diggs, oh, and he's crying. And I, you know, I'm sort of speaking in code as my 10-year-old who plays football sure. is in the room. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, he's taking all this in. And I, my eyes got really big, and I looked at Lou, and I said, I really hope he's okay. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I hope that this is not like a tragic thing that we just witnessed. We come back, and at that point, Joe Buck informs the audience that for minutes now, they have been performing CPR <gasps> on the field for DeMar Hamlin. Oh, gosh. And what we learn later is that they did CPR for nine minutes. Oh my God. Which is why the players were so taken aback because obviously the, the gravity of the situation struck them. And you know, we've seen uh, really scary situations before when players cannot regain feeling in a part of their body, and that is just, you know, terrible and sad and shocking. And this was uh, almost a different level from that as, as you saw chest compressions because when, when CPR begins, obviously you're in, a, you're in a life or death situation. What we know. Is he suffered cardiac arrest right after that hit? Um, there, you know, different reports, different doctors chiming in in the world of YouTube and Twitter, suggesting what it may have been a very, a very rare event, possibly that essentially, if you get blunt trauma at the exact wrong second, millisecond, that it can get your heart out of rhythm. That has not been confirmed by the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, but. That's what some are trying to make. They're trying to make sense so of what happened. So he died? No, no. He is still alive oh, this morning. Oh, okay. But, he's, but he suffered cardiac arrest. He's alive. He's in critical condition. Is the last report that we got from the Buffalo Bills team page at about 2 in the morning. Uh, East Coast, 1 in the morning here. But they, uh, you know, as far as the game, it quickly became secondary. They called the game last night. So it, they were 10 minutes into the first quarter. The game was suspended. The NFL isn't close to at this hour talking about when the game would get rescheduled because both of the players uh both teams players and coaches they need to hear about damar hamlin and how he's doing um he is 24 years old he is from oh. the university of pittsburgh he's from pittsburgh um and it was just it just a really sh you know shocking night and i you know just how we were relating to it in my own house my son again who's 10 um he turned to us and immediately said, well, I'm never playing tackle football again. Oh, and, you know, so it's, at 10, you're processing through what you're seeing. And I'm thinking, first and foremost, uh, dear Lord, be with 
Damar Hamlin be with his family, who was at the, his mother was at the game, rode in the ambulance with him. Um, the medical center, fortunately, was only two minutes away. They also had an AED on the field, as what is being reported as well, and so they they did that shock to restart the heart. They were able to get his pulse back. He's as we as we know, not breathing on his own at this point. Intubated, um, was sedated, and oh is, is in a hospital. And we're waiting for updates, but I think that there were. A, First and foremost, of the highest significance, obviously, is the health and well-being of Damar Hamlin and the emotional well-being of his family. Um, secondarily, as we sort of get a little more time, I know we're running out of time here, but is that this was a live television event. And mm-hmm, so the mm-hmm. thing that we experience with a, a 10-year-old who plays football, a lot of families experience, whether or not you play football, you were you were seeing something potentially tragic mm-hmm. unfold, which just was so shocking and so jarring. Even my daughter, who's 12, who came down, you know, 20 minutes after the fact and said, we have a snow day, you know, and she was all excited. And then she was like, what are you guys watching? And then she goes from that excitement to she doesn't play football and she doesn't really care a ton about it. And the last thing she said to my wife last night was, I'm never going to be able to fall asleep tonight because I just keep thinking about, you know, that guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um so w- w- it was uh like i said it was the only thing trending on twitter last night it seemed as it was a live television event unlike any of us have really seen so right. hoping for good updates for damar hamlin the buffalo bills uh defensive player who is as we know right now in critical condition um so we have that we heard Jer- of the jeremy renner renner story that he's in critical condition after the snowplow accident we lost barbara walters barbara walters on friday passes away i mean just, just really a lot of uh a lot of stuff and a lot of tough well news, the good so. news is robin roberts is getting married there oh is that right yes i just thought i would throw something I didn't positive that was a thing <laughs> good yeah. In the mix there. All right, um, well, we could use that. All right, when we come back, let's talk about our word of the year. Everybody think of one. You can email the show or you could give us a call, 651-641-1071, and we'll be right back. For Bradshaw and Bryant, it's a new year. It's a good time to, uh, I don't know, make a resolution to put your phone down when you are operating a motor vehicle. There's so many accidents that are caused by texting and driving, so uh, please do that. Bradshaw and Bryant want to remind us of the dangers of texting and driving. Keep that in mind. Also, they know people need a lawyer who's going to fight for their rights, whether they've been injured or if they're in trouble. You have to make sure you are treated fairly. Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant or a member of his team would be happy to meet with you free of charge to assess your case. If you think you have a case, if you're injured in an accident, they encourage you to contact an attorney right away because insurance companies have teams of defense lawyers to help them minimize your compensation. You need an advocate fighting for you, someone on your side dedicated to solely protecting your interest. Uh, you can get a hold of them for a free consultation today. You'll find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, we like to do this every year in lieu of coming up with resolutions. We just come up with a word. Just a word. Just a word, guys. Last year, my word worked out pretty good. It was resistance. <laughs> good Lord, Donna. Why do you have to do this? I'm sorry. But it worked. It sure did. Did okay, you take up well. weight training? Not exactly. No, nope, no, nope, no, Holly. I've since given, oh, look at that naive hope of Holly. 
What are we thinking? Are you working with resistance bands this year? I hear those work well. She means general attitudinal resistance to life, to change, to new experiences. Yeah, it worked out really well. This year, what's your word? I shifted, um, and you're not going to like either of them. But I, I had this epiphany last night as I lay in bed. It was probably like one forty. Oh wow! Yeah, and I I had started with presence. Mm, okay, that's good. And then I shifted to intention. And let me explain. This last year of my life, I don't know if you guys heard, but I used to be, and I again in the new year cannot overstate this a major local television celebrity. That's what I was. Mm-hmm. And I walked away from that job. It was called Twin Cities Live, and it's still on the air. Um, but as I walked away from it, the fir- this last year has been an interesting year in that um, my days are not as structured as they used to be in that, you know, I used to be just, I knew I was getting home each day at about 5.30, you know? And so now they're different. And the point of me saying that is I have some, you know, different things that I do uh, outside of my talk and structuring my time has been difficult where I notice bleed that happens. And so what I need to implement is more, you know, structure into my days so that I can be present at the, mm, you know, with the kids and with the extra time, the different schedule that I have now. So what I think it requires is intention in what I'm doing when I'm doing it. And I think the intention is the precursor to my hope for being more present. Oh, well thought out. Bravo. Thank you. Tiffany Thank you. says her word is confidence. Oh, that's confidence. A, that's great. That's, that's a really good, good one. Yeah. Um, Holly, do you have one? I didn't know that we had a homework assignment. I'm just putting you on the spot. <laughs> Come on, you're a oh. you're a smart whip there. My word of 2023 <laughs> is fun. I love, love it. This. It's fun because yes. reflecting on 2022 Ugh. and plenty of time to do it. <laughs> That's coming up at 930 Holly's flight story. I realize that there are many nice things about the year, but I forgot to have fun. Oh, well, oh. I did not. I did not have fun in that very specific framing. There are lots of good things. But I was like, gee, I didn't really have the fun this year. I Do you mean like it. you forgot to schedule, like, let's go mini golfing or yeah. we should go. Okay, so like Not intentional, a- planned, fun things, yeah, inten- activities. Yes, exactly. Inten- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Intentional plan fun things, and if there were intentional plan fun things, they got canceled or moved or something happened, and like you, Steve, I have other things outside of this place, so then mm-hmm. structuring the time for all of that stuff meant I didn't structure time for fun. Hmm. And then I was like, you know, I need to be better about yes, that. Yes, I love that. That's a great word. Um, let's see, Sarah says, gratitude. Gratitude. That's, That's a good one. That is good. You hear that a lot. It can feel a touch cliche in the uh, internet age in which we live. But, you know, if you really do root yourself in that and you, like, remind yourself mm-hmm. of what you're grateful for first. A lot of folks say do that when your feet hit the ground. Like, three things that you're grateful for. And it could be anything. The fact that your feet hit the ground. The fact that you have a job if you have a job. That you have a home. Whatever. It can be really basic. But those little things, I think, can help to fine-tune like our mental posture for the day. Yeah. I want to remember that. I like the three things. Yeah. Every day, if you can. Think of three yeah. things you're grateful for. That's cool. Yeah, and I you can do it at the... It. Donna. What? You can do it at the beginning. You can do it at the end, too. You could go to bed with gratitude yes. on your mind you as well. Do it at 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh. Anytime you want. Yeah. Well, that sounds always, fun. It's always gratitude time. My <laughs> word is can you guess? Okay. In the year we've seen resistance before. There was another one when we first did this that was deeply disheartening for me to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't remember what it was, but I know it leaned negative. Um can you tell me the first letter of your word? Uh, as I it's guess an it. F. Oh, son of a god. It's a hyphenated word. What? It's a hyphen. I guess it's. Is uh, it hyphenated? I think it is. Franklin okay. Mint. I'm going to go with fun loving. Oh. <laughs> no, it's follow through. Okay, talk to us more about follow that. Follow through. I just want to make sure, you know, every day I have a list. Let's make a list. I have a list. And there are things that don't get mm. done on the list. And some of them might be calling someone I haven't talked to in a long time. Mm. I want to make sure if I say I'm going to do something, it gets done. Mm. Most, I usually say it just to myself. It's not like not doing something for a friend or a relative that I said I was going to do. It's more like letting things pile up. So mm. I want to follow through. If, if I say to someone, you know what, we should get together for lunch. I want to make sure that I follow up and follow through. And we actually have lunch. Because how many times do people do that? You run into someone and you're like, oh, my God, we should go out for drinks. Oh, yeah. Okay, bye. And then you don't see them for another eight, nine months. I mean, that is the most relatable thing you'll say this year. Thank you. Because that's everyone. That's everyone. Our intention is there, the intention to follow through, but the actual action of following through is what I want to make sure. If I say I'm going to the gym, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to follow through. Are you saying that? I'm not saying it today. All right. <laughs> so you're following through on that. Yeah. Correct. When's that going to happen? You've been really dangling it, that like a carrot in front of my donkey mouth. It's happening. I got what does a new that mean? gym bag. Here's the thing. I am dog sitting right now, and I just got the dog last night. 
So I don't know if she's tearing apart my house while I'm here. So I I need to go home and check the situation. And once the dog is settled, I'm hitting the gym. Oh, that's exciting. Once I just know that she's acclimated. I did my uh, thirty. Uh, what was it? My twelve three thirty yesterday. You did, which was the TikTok trend of if you don't know, if you're trying to just you know trim a little fat, burn a little fat, set the uh, get on a treadmill, set the grade to twelve, set the speed to three, stay on it for thirty minutes. Twelve three thirty. I did it. You should have seen throngs of people around me clapping like around minute oh, 11 sure. yeah people started they were like what's is he can imagine all 30 and they were like is that that famous pv guy from that, that bum show? who used to be on that show that one time <laughs> I knew him somewhere who's been yeah. replaced by someone the, taller handsomer <laughs> no no <laughs> you could give ben lieber a run for his money are you kidding in what i don't know i was okay. just trying to be nice that's fine um when we come back <laughs> flight drama it was in the headlines over the holidays and we each had our own personal stories we'll share them share yours email us that's next hey good morning welcome back thank you for listening it's donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Woo! talk about gratitude we were talking about our words for the year yeah. what a nice long vacation Yes, it was yeah. the best. Let's do it again this yeah. year. Every Woo-hoo. year, every year, every year. Or we walk, or we walk. No, I was alone on that one. It was All great. Right. It was um, really yeah, it was good. really, it was really nice. By the way, did I have you noticed on it? Did I get somebody just emailed me, uh, Kim, I believe, hey, Kimbo, and she said, "Did you get the uh, the the Steelers jacket?" That I sent into the station. Oh, well, there is a box waiting for you here. Wow, this is so exciting. Don't forget to report that at the end of the year. Donna, you know, (laughs) you are like... I'm going to write it down so you don't forget. Of all my friends, you're the most like the IRS. (laughs) Wow, what a compliment. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Start the quote book early this year. We're getting it right out of the chute. So whenever we were last year live, it was uh, December 21st, Wednesday, and I um, we were taking bets because the, the weather was getting all squirrely on us, and we were taking bets as to whether or not I would get out on time on my 325 flight to Pittsburgh. I end up getting the Uber, the whole thing, whatever, or no, my buddy Nick takes me, he takes me to the airport, I go to the airport, and uh, I get on at 325, and then it gets delayed to like four or something. I got people texting me from Pittsburgh saying, are you sure you're still on time? I was like, yeah, I'm on time. And then, you know, I'm like, oh, hey, they just did a 20-minute delay, so 20 minutes. I get on the plane at about, I don't know, like 4, we were going to leave at like 4.15. So it ended up being just around an hour delay. And uh, get on the flight. And my horror story is does not, you know, get the gold medal at all, considering what transpired after this. But we we go through, we de-ice and then we have to de-ice again because it's really cold and it's snowing. So the wings have the whole, you know, they need to be able to do their thing. They de-ice the first time it times out. They're like, sorry, guys, we have to de-ice again. They go back and they de-ice again. And then the pilot comes out and he says, hey, we need to uh, we need to go check to make sure that it is held and that the de-icing is working. And if it is, we'll be good to go. Now, all this time, Donna, there I don't have any headphones. I forgot both of my headphones. Oh God! And there is a uh, and I'm on a flight that does not have any in-flight entertainment. And my charger is in the in the bag because I was like, what? It's a two-hour flight. Who cares? I'm fine. So I don't have a charger with me. The 
people behind me, and I'm not trying to speak ill of them. God bless them. I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to travel with their dog. This There was like a chihuahua sort of a yell or, or, or bark that lasted for so much of the flight. I recorded it, and it was constant. <laughs> oh, no. Incessantly. Oh, no. It was really crazy. Yada, yada. Oh. Guy comes out. The icing is working. Let's go. I start clapping. People are clapping on the plane. Oh, We've been God, on the runway at this point clap. for like two and a half hours. I'm very opposed to clapping on planes, but I was like, finally, <laughs> after like a couple hours, we're going to go. And then we start driving around, and they say, sorry, that runway that they were going to put us to, we have to go to the other one now. Less talking. That We have to go back to the gate. And then he comes out and says, I'm going to tell you this face-to-face. Uh, this has been, of my 17-year flying career, one of the most frustrating experiences I've ever had. But we have to cancel this flight now because we timed out three hours on the runway. So then I, I go. Oh my I, God! They reschedule us. We uh, they reschedule us, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'm flying out tomorrow evening. Now I'm going Pittsburgh to Atlanta, or excuse me, MSP to Atlanta to Pittsburgh, whatever. As I'm leaving the airport, I see. Wait a second. There's a 7:45 flight to Pittsburgh. It's like 7:30 right now. Is there any room on that? I run back and I say, "You guys are sold out, aren't you?" They said, "No, we're not sold out." And they were delayed now to 8:15. I was like, "Can I get on this flight?" I just got blah blah blah. I told her my story. You got to go here. I run down to this line too long they're gonna be leaving soon and i'm like if i stay in this line i'm not gonna get on the plane so now they i I go to another gate could you help me get on this pittsburgh flight you need to go back to c1 i then run all the way to c1 where there's another rebooking station i get there another long line and then i just find somebody and i say sir can you please help me i'm trying to get on a flight that leaves in like 10 minutes anything you can help with he works a miracle gives me a standby ticket and says go directly to the gate i run to the gate They say, calling all passengers. Does that mean standby? They said, all passengers. I get on the flight, (sighs) sit down next to the guy. And I'm like, dude, I said, run all over on my last flight, three hours on the runway. What's your story? He was like, ours was delayed four hours getting in, blah, 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 but this should be good. Long story short, it's another three hours (gasps) on the runway. They say, we get de-iced. We're sixth in line. We finally get de-iced. Sorry, guys, we need to go back to the gate to get more fuel. We go back, I don't see any fuel trucks, and then they come on and tell us operations has decided to cancel this flight. So on that day, I spent technically five hours and 45 minutes in a plane that never went into the sky on two separate planes. <laughs> and uh, I end up, you were the one who told me, Donna, the next day, you should try to fly out today, even though they had, everything was sold out. I opened up my app one more time. There was one available flight. I get it. I get to Pittsburgh safely. The flight they had scheduled Yay. me for the next day, canceled, still hasn't been rebooked. I don't know what's going on there. Well, Flesh mitts are getting put together. All right. I'll tell you mine quickly because we'll save the the grand finale. Yes, for Holly. I was flying out of Terminal B. Okay. Mm -hmm. First of all, getting there, very icy, crazy black ice all over the place. This was on the morning of Christmas Eve. I get there and I can't find my flight number. I'm holding my boarding pass. I could see the flight number, looking at the flight number, looking at the screen. There's no listing of my flight number anywhere. So I go through security, do the thing, and I just went to the gates where all the other flights for that airline were supposed to be flying out of. I see nothing. I go to that area. All I see... First of all, I go up to someone. I go, can you tell me where this is? This flight is not listed anywhere. She looks it up. She tells me where to go. I go to that gate. It says Miami. 
So it never said Newark. I'm sitting there the whole time. Never says Newark. I go up to the counter. I'm like, is this flight going to Newark? And she's like, yeah, we just haven't changed the sign. Never changed the sign. It always said Miami. I get out. Everything is fine. Okay, that's just a little precursor for what happens next. On my way back, I get to Newark. I look up at the screen. My flight number is nowhere to be found again. I'm like, why are they not listing this flight as a departing flight? So, again, I see all the other airlines, the same airline, rather, with different flight numbers. And I'm like, I'll just go there from gates 40 to 47, B 40 to 47, follow this sign. I get there. I don't see any of my airlines at the gate. I don't see any listing for my airline, not just the flight number, but the airline. So I go up to somebody and I'm like, hi, can you tell me this flight is not listed anywhere? So he's like, oh, yeah, you need to go to gate 50 through 60, say. And I go, okay, I don't have to go through security again, though, right? He goes, oh, yeah, you do. Oh, my God. Other side of the freaking uh, terminal. I'm running to get there. The line is double as long as it was the first time I went through. My flight is about to start boarding in like seven to eight minutes. I'm freaking out. Woman behind me is just saying the same thing. She's like, well, ask someone if you could get in front of them. I'm like, you. I'm like, no. (laughs) You know, I ended up making the flight. But the strangest thing is, why was it not showing up in either airport as a departing flight? Did you have someone like a uh, VIP or someone from witness protection or something like that on your flight? Maybe. And they were like, we need to leave this off the books. Yeah. Bermuda people are tracking this situation. I don't know. It was really weird. So I need to write to the airline and be like, hey, um, this is a problem. Like nobody <sighs> knows where they're going. You know, mm-hmm. it's just very strange. And well, I you- love this airline, too. It- and I'll add one more little thing too, because I think we might need to give Holly the whole the the whole final segment. So maybe we'll save Holly's gold medal for for um, after the break, because I just learned what happened to Holly uh, this morning. So when I uh, had to book that flight on Wednesday, excuse me, on Thursday to get out, when you texted me and you said, "Hey, it looks pretty calm out there. Can you get out today?" I had already looked at the app. Nothing was, everything was sold out. And then I go one more time and just try to, instead of trying to find an alternate flight for my canceled flight, I go and just search new flights. Just, I say, what's a one-way MSP to Pittsburgh? And there was one in the afternoon, only one left. So I quickly book that and I think, surely the airline will refund me for this. I call them and they say, oh, you we we uh we cannot refund you that ticket and they said because you bought it in your original ticket you bought with miles um whereas this one oh, is no. a different thing and i said you know and i i stayed very calm on the whole call it was a long call ton, you know on hold for an hour and then on the phone with them for a half hour I said you know I understand what you're saying. Don't get me started on the fact that the only way that I have miles is by paying you guys so much already, but in loyalty, right? (laughs) Right. But I said, you know, here's what I have trouble believing is that, and I love the airline that I'm talking about too, by the way, and that's what made it all the more disheartening. But um, we haven't even touched on Southwest yet and the meltdown that they had from a infrastructural standpoint. But anyway, um, 
I said, I have trouble believing that if I were at the airport and I was in one of those lines to get rebooked, and they knew me as a passenger who had, I don't know, hypothetically been on two canceled flights and spent roughly six hours on runways the night before. If they saw one seat open for my destination and knew that I was still trying to get to my destination, I would bet my human head that the agent wouldn't look at me and say, well, we're... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sorry, sir, because this is a different sort of affair because it was yours originally was purchased in miles. So we can, they would get the, the stranded passenger onto the flight Mm -hmm. because that's what you do in that situation so now i have to go through this whole thing where i have to go on and i have to file a complaint you file a complaint technically and then you get a ticket number then you call back go through the hold again when you get to an agent then you say here is my complaint ticket number and then they pass you through to corporate Mm. so that's the beginning of the thing i flew back on southwest which had massive problems there were days that there were if there were 3,000 canceled flights 2,700 belonged to Southwest after the weather had cleared Southwest had this major problem talked to a air flight attendant from Southwest on the plane a couple days ago and said how was your last week he was like it was just you just wouldn't believe it it was just crazy and he was stranded because flight attendants from Southwest pilots were stranded. According to one long Facebook rant from supposedly a, a Southwest employee, they couldn't even, the, the employees couldn't even contact the airline. And then did you hear what happened in closing the Denver airport? There are Southwest people who were stuck, and then over the airport they say, attention, Southwest passengers in the terminal. This is on a Monday, by the way. The ticket rebooking desk will not be open until Friday. On a Monday, you have to, mm-hmm. you're just sitting mm-hmm. here. Holly's We're not even like, going to have a person. Holly's like, tell me about it. So this is all a precursor for what you thought were sob stories. What I thought was a pretty good sob story last yeah, week. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, has now been uh, uh, trumped by one Holly Roberts. Holly Roberts, gold medal travel nightmare story. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the year is fun. That is you coming win. up right after the break, right here on the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment coming off a long, uh, extended time away. Time away. It was really fun. Except for the traveling part. That's always a challenge. Holly had an experience. I cannot wait to hear what happened. Oh, yeah, you Holly know. was giving me pointers on the way out on Wednesday, our last show together, and she was like, "Ask for that's right, you know, this person <laughs> Did at you the ask? Delta Did Sky you? Club." No, because it was a, I was in a terminal far away from the Delta oh, Sky I Club see. where I had yeah. Been yeah. special access. Got it. So I was so Holly was a pro. Her mother works uh, in the airline industry, so she she knows all the things. We're all listening to Holly very well. So if anyone would fare well in a tough circumstance, it would be Holly. Not the case. Look, you you can't you can't 
you can't do anything when the sky falls literally on you. Right. Because, you know, Steve, you did such a wonderful job of setting up the Southwest Airlines debacle that happened over the holidays. I was one of those folks trying oh. to travel on Monday. No. Oh, yeah. No. So, so Monday, December 26th. Yeah. Well, here's what ha- here's the story is that <laughs> I was supposed to leave Minneapolis on Christmas Eve. Okay. They unceremoniously rebooked me for the day after Christmas. Rude. Oh, just a, of their own accord? Of they their just own said- accord, packing, getting ready to leave, and then I see, oh, your flight's rescheduled to a different place the day after Christmas. Oh, like a different, a different connecting city. And I was like, well... That was a little sketch to me, one. Yes. Because if we're going to be talking about experiences, traveling... Air flight, all that kind of stuff. I was like, the weather's not that bad right now mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. The diciest part would probably be getting to the airport. Right. Sure. You know, right. driving the black ice, like you mentioned, Donna. Right. But I was like, fine. There's nothing I can really do. I will accept my fate and I will eat frozen pizza and clean my apartment for Christmas. <laughs> That's As fine. the Christmas carols say, many of them. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> yes. Scrub the floors. It was right. it was a thing. It's fine. <laughs> I have had Christmases where I've eaten frozen burritos that are, you know, deep in the travel. It's a thing. Anyway, so we get there the day after Christmas <laughs> to the airport to the airport. I had originally connected in Phoenix. They connected me now through Denver. Oh, no. Mm. On the 26th on <gasps> the Monday morning. The aforementioned Denver. The aforementioned Denver. Oh, no. We get on the plane, and we're chilling on the plane. The Southwest crew is like, look, we are not getting clearance to go to Denver because it's busy. We don't know what's going on. They could not give us a definitive answer. We sit on the tarmac for about an hour. Then we get off the plane. Oh, no. We're sitting in the gate, and they're like, look, you can get on this flight to Denver. You will not be leaving Denver for days if you Whoa. get back on this oh, plane. No. Who t- who, how did you get that information? Was that at MSP Airport? Just like it was over the intercom, you know, just right I, there at the gate. Yeah, okay. just right there at the gate. And oh I was like, gosh. I had a check bag. I'm like, well, we're gonna see you later. We're gonna sit here <laughs> and we're gonna figure this out. Get up to the gate, and then. The ticket agent, bless their hearts, kind of like you, Steve, they were like, we got this plane going to Austin right now. Mm. And we got some standby seats. The two last seats to Austin, Texas. I'm like, great. We can get there. We can avoid Denver if this is weather related. And then we can get to the final destination because that flight's still on time and it's going to leave. So we go to Texas. We go to Austin. And then eventually, because I received a text message from my mom, oh no, that flight was canceled. So your mom saw it before you heard it. Yes, oh my I never gosh. even heard it because I got notification from the airline way after the fact. That's what that happens too when they yeah. send you the alerts. It's like, yeah. okay, thanks. I knew this like an hour ago. Thanks. Wait a yeah. second. Did you mm-hmm. get to wait, you got to Austin or you I didn't got, get to, I got, you to, got Austin. to Austin. Lovely airport. Had a nice chicken sandwich. <laughs> yes. Eh, beautiful. I mean there are worse beautiful. places to be stranded. Yeah. But the Southwest agents clearly you're like I am like this company is imploding. Will it exist tomorrow? I don't know. Wow. You know, because he, there were no answers. 
And and I think that the the um, the Southwest uh, employees who you know, and I mean the pilots, the flight attendants, the gate agents, uh, the folks who work in ticketing, etc. I think all of them, at least this is what I've gathered, stand with you, Holly. And they were all there was a. It, and a lot of them had to deal with mistreatment. I read this whole... There was someone from Southwest who claims to have been from Southwest. And they, they wrote on Facebook, one of the things that I've been hearing is that flights aren't going out due to a an inability to find crews, a shortage of pilots and flight attendants. And this person wrote in the first person of, that could not be further from the truth, ah. and here's why. I am one of them. I forget if they were a flight attendant or a pilot, but they said, let me explain to you the situation of the airport where I am right now. And they said, you walk around these gates, you see pilots, you see flight attendants. You will see groups of them who are approaching gates, seeing planes, saying, we are a crew and we will fly. Tell us where to go. Get people on our plane. We will take them there. It was a really compelling um, comment that this person put on Facebook. And they said, but you know what the problem is? we can't and the reason that we can't is the this the infrastructure technologically of the southwest system is so antiquated that there wasn't an opportunity for them to do as this person was describing a manual override so they couldn't just say oh fine delete that flight input this here's the new uh, ingest of all the people that are on, on the flight and now we we go from here they couldn't do that and there was someone from i think the southwest pilots association something like that who said let me speak on behalf of us this has been a problem for so long mm-hmm. where we have been running they they not they kind of overbook right you'll see a, you have a connecting flight that is 40 minutes and you're supposed to board 30 minutes prior to so they overdo it with all of that and then they have a system that is not current it's not right. modern it can't be manipulated and so then in a situation like this when they did that four-day hiatus of sorry the ticket booths are not going to be open until friday they went down to a third of their normal flight schedule and as i read it was just to essentially free up new flights so that they could start getting people there they could have the conditions were there weather wise it was just a computer problem Mm -hmm. is what it turned into for southwest in a major one at that so what happened yeah so it was very clear that all the things that you just said steve were happening and that there was there was no way clear as a bell beautiful night in austin not getting to the final destination and it was very clear that nobody had any answers so it was like all right we just gotta we just gotta take care of ourselves because this company is not able to take care of us. So we found a place to stay overnight in Texas. They didn't no, offer vouchers. No, th- there's nothing. It's like these. there is nothing that there that could be done here. You will get your money back. Well, let us hope so. You, your, well, luggage, yeah. your luggage, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, we, yeah, you know, so we've done all the things to get it back, but, you know, had to find our own accommodations, had to book mm-hmm. our own ticket back. To Minneapolis because you know you did could have maybe drove driven to the final destination but it was like can't guarantee that that flight's going to exist if you can't get me out of here until at least Saturday and my return right. tickets on Sunday forget it so you never got, got to s- spend time with your family no I watched all the Star Trek movies and ate Metamucil fiber thins son of a gun <laughs> I did not think it was going to end on fiber thins yeah sure did Shoot, that was a real oh, love I, I'm Holly. sorry chocolate flavored 
That sucks. Good. <laughs> they sound disgusting. For anyone <laughs> who's like Holly and has been uh, got the short end of the stick, um, Erica the lawyer on Instagram did a full post all about Southwest and what you can do, your rights for recouping stuff all uh, on Instagram. Aww. Erica the lawyer. Holly. Sorry, Holly. We're sorry. Uh, That's a crappy. Uh, happy New Year. Man, you so fun. Remember, Let's take fun. It.